A quick note, NPR is doing its annual podcast survey to better understand how you spend time with our podcasts. So help us out by completing a short anonymous survey at npr.org slash podcast survey. All one word. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks. For NPR Music, you're connected to all songs considered. I'm Bob Boylan. So last week, I played new music from Sylvan Esso, the duo of Amelia Meath and Nick Sanborn. And I told you there'd be a new project from Amelia Meath. Well, that project is out. It's called The A's. And it's the duo of Amelia. And the other A is Alexandra Sousermonic. Together, they were part of the haunting folk trio Mountain Man. Well, the A's continue that love of twisting traditional folk music with new original sounds and a song called He Needs Me. Here's Alexandra Sousermonic. We chose to use He Needs Me as the lead single off of our forthcoming album, Fruit, um, because it's cartoonish nature and it having been written for the soundtrack of Popeye, which is such a beautiful real-life cartoon, just made sense because it felt like the nature of our record exists wholly within this one song. It's beautiful, it's full of strange noises made out of sounds like the tapping of a hand on the bottom of a metal water bottle or the brushing of a hand against nylon shorts or my voice pitched down to be a sluggish, strange bass line. And if it turns out 
Fun sounds of Amelia Meath and Alexandra Sousermonic, and the sounds of ice chunks and nylon shorts. Also, string arrangements from Gabriel Cahane. The A's album coming out in July is called Fruit, and it's a joy. And so is a video they made for this song, which I'll put on the All Songs Considered site. I've fallen hard for the voice of S.G. Goodman. The artist is from Kentucky. I can't top the best description of her voice, which I read in a press release, and said it was born of singing with old ladies singing in a church, which she did three times a week growing up. Her album Teeth Marks deals with the opioid crisis, queer dating, and on this song, Dead Soldiers, The Toll of Alcohol. The title Dead Soldiers is a, a little bit misleading, and that I'm sure most listeners or people who would read the title would assume I was talking about victims of war and I guess to some capacity I am but maybe one more of a, a personal kind of war and specifically a war around addiction but I had never heard the term dead soldiers used in regards to alcohol before until my band and I were cleaning up a house show in Statesville North Carolina and the older gentleman who was hosting us that night Every time he would pick up an empty beer can off the floor, he would put it in the bag and say, another dead soldier. And I would hear this after probably about six months of having the first verse to the song, Dead Soldiers, but I didn't really know where it was going until that moment. And this song is about a friendship I have with a person who I love dearly, and I was trying to capture how it feels to be a witness to someone who's burning their life down. It's a really painful thing, and there's a lot of songs written from the point of view of the addict, but I wanted to write one from the point of view of the witness. He poured gasoline on the flowers Good night to the stars with a light on Tin cans kept the hours Looks like a man chopping wood for his funeral Looks a lot like 
S.G. Goodman and the song Dead Soldiers from her album Teeth Marks, which came out June 3rd, and it's a fantastic listen. The quartet from New Zealand, known as the Beths, have a new album coming in September. It's called Expert in a Dying Field. I'll play the debut cut, Silence is Golden, which is an ironic title for this sonic burst of amplified sound. This is Liz and John from the Beths. Silence is Golden um, came from the feeling where you're so anxious that every little sound just compounds and makes it worse and worse until you can't tolerate any sound at all and any stimulation is just too stressful. Um, we've been playing the song on tour as a sneak peek and uh, somehow the response is energetic and joyful and really fun. I guess the fun of it comes from the irony of responding to that anxiety uh, with a song and then our, our loudest and fastest, uh, most unhinged mode. When we recorded the song, there were a lot of feelings in the room and we were highly tuned into each other and just smashing take after take without really talking, basically, until we were done and couldn't play any more. And we really like this feeling in the studio. It's always really special. Everyone's really focused and listening really deeply 
And we kind of feel like we're Olympians, maybe like high jumpers or something. We run in again and again, just trying to beat our personal best and maybe even beat the world record. The Beths having big fun with their song Silence is Golden. That cut is one of a dozen songs on their new album Expert in a Dying Field. It comes out September 16th on Car Park Records. It's break time, and you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Dignity Memorial. When you plan your celebration of life in advance, it becomes a gift from you to your family. Because nobody should have to plan for a loss while they're experiencing one. With Dignity Memorial Providers, you can pre-plan every detail to give your family and yourself valuable peace of mind. Knowing that everything will be taken care of with professionalism, compassion, and attention to detail that is second to none. For additional information, visit DignityMemorial.com. It's All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan with new music from Madison Cunningham. 
and a song about trying to stay sane in a world flowing with information. It's called Hospital. Hospital started as a songwriting prompt, actually, that was given to me by one of my favorite songwriters, uh, Mike Viola. And I went knocking on his door when I felt completely stuck musically, and so he gave me these terms and conditions, which were only five chords, a very primal beat, and the melody had to kind of be the star of the show. So with that, Hospital was formed, and it, it was really fun to write because it was it was very throwaway and very stream of consciousness, and I think it unlocked a lot of things that I was having a really hard time expressing at that time. Ultimately, I think the song is about confessing to operating at a deficit and feeling like you're not ever 100% yourself or fully functioning, but also confessing to the emotional cosmetics that you know, this character is using to keep people on the outside of that knowledge because it's a vulnerable thing to admit to weakness and to being and feeling unstable. So even though the subject matter sounds like it could be quite dark, it was a joyous song to write because it felt easy for once. The house said. 
Madison Cunningham and the song Hospital. It's on her new album Revealer, which is out September 9th, plus an extensive U.S. tour that's happening right now and through the fall. There's also a crazy fun video for this song at npr.org slash allsongs. Katie Bajuk is the artist formerly known as Free Cake for Every Creature, and she's here to tell us about her new song, Olive, New York. A few years ago, my partner Francis and I moved from West Philly to upstate New York. He is from upstate New York, and so we were excited to be closer to his family and to potentially buy a house. We had spent most of our 20s traveling and playing in bands, so the idea of being kind of quiet art freaks in the woods was very appealing to us. So we moved up there, we got office jobs, we saved what we thought was enough money for a small down payment. And by the time we did, the housing market looked completely different with COVID changing things. Apparently, especially in upstate New York, you know, people were paying in cash and it it became impossible for us to purchase an affordable home. And so all of New York is about our frustration with the process of trying to buy a home and take part in, in that American dream. And also the idea of being in love with the mythology of home ownership and and imagining and the sadness of being unable to access that. We found a house we can afford. It's in Olive, New York. There's a life that we could lead. Garden plots and shows and poverty. Sky above our lives. Sky above our lives. Three bedrooms with a small porch. A walk to the reservoir, perch in the cedars. But too far from anyone we know. And we're already so lonely. Stare at the star card wincing Morning glories wrapped along the railing American dreaming, American fiending Each day we tell ourselves this is it We're living I love you and it's all temporary The myth of temporality I part my hair in the middle now Like my mother did in the 70s If I could stand in the night Dig my bare feet
dreams I'm lost in trespassing Screaming at politicians Staring at mansions underwater Standing in houses without ceilings Ear on your chest I rest We watched our cat watch the snow Will the day to slow Will to behold Katie Bajic and the song Olive New York. Not not I Love New York, but Olive, O-L-I-V-E, New York. It's on the album The Woman on the Moon. It's out June 24th on Double Double Whammy Records. And our final song today comes from an artist with an astonishing voice. Tamino is a Belgian-Egyptian musician I first heard at South by Southwest in 2019. His soaring voice reminded me of singer Jeff Buckley and I immediately invited him to play a Tiny Desk concert, which he did so beautifully later that year. Now Tamino's putting out a record, his second, and on it he plays the oud, a perfect accompaniment to his voice, as it turns out. I'll take us out on the song called The First Disciple. I'm Bob Boylan for NPR Music. It's All Songs Considered. Hey, this is Tamino. I'm here to talk about uh, The First Disciple, which is... A new song of my new record, Sahar, which will be released in September. So this song means uh, quite a lot to me, both uh, lyrically as well as sonically. It was the first song in which I felt comfortable enough to play the oud quite prominently. The oud is actually it's a traditional Arabic instrument, quite like the guitar. It's, it's kind of the ancestor of the guitar. Yeah, it has this beautiful deep melancholic sound and like a, a, a beautiful pear-shaped body. And largely thanks to my teacher Tariq El Sayed, who is a Syrian musician who found refuge in Belgium. Largely thanks to him I, I learned to play it quite well. And lyrically this song, yeah, I feel like there's just a lot of ways of looking at it which keeps it interesting. There's a, a lot of different interpretations and um, keeps me kind of finding out new things about it, uh, which I think is cool. Remind me once more 
to be your calling. Do you even know you're falling? You know that for you I'd give an arm. I'm one of you that never meant you harm. And I hate you like I hate fire and thunder. But from time to time I wonder. And lately I did wonder
Till the end.